Well, ho ho. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. New setup. Which podcast? Sorry. The, the Fika Business and Brunch Podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the Fika, Fika Brunch, Brunch and Business uh, Podcast. I was, just, I was just trying to catch you. Fumbled the bag. That's how long it's been yeah. since we've done this. Can't yes. even remember the name of our own podcast. Mm-hmm. We've been uh, working on a new setup. Uh, it might not look that different. That's not the only thing we've been working on. That's not the only thing. That is the only thing. <laughs> and it has taken that long, yes. <laughs> to be fair, it actually has. Actually has. <laughs> um, but I feel like everything is everything is quite clean now. It's quite integrated. I feel like I know what I'm doing with yeah. all the technical elements. So I'm yeah. sure there's still going to be a few things to figure out. But all in all... Evo's taking all the credit here, and I'm the one who set everything Tia up. did cook teriyaki salad. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna need to provide a bit more context than that. Oh, did they not know the teriyaki salmon story? No. Oh, I thought. Okay. Yeah. So uh, when I was doing all of this setup, which is more complex than you see, you know, you see it on camera and you think it's very wow, complex. This, this it's really so good. beyond my pay grade. Yeah. It's not so even funny. Uh, Tia resorted to cooking teriyaki salmon, which I appreciated to be fair, because I wouldn't want you to help me with this because you would just annoy me. <laughs> and uh, it was really good teriyaki salmon. So and I think. I, I feel like I know you well enough to know that the way to keep you calm, cool, and collected yeah. in stressful situations, such as when you want yeah. to send one of these microphones through my window, yeah. is just to keep you fed and entertained and so, not a lot else. I'm like a child or a hungry <laughs> girlfriend. It's <laughs> very stereotypical of you. Terrible. Is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, should we tell the fans what we've been up to for the last couple of months and um As we why always. yet again we went AWOL. <laughs> Man's busy. Man is busy. Yeah. Well, what have we been doing? Well what have we been doing? That is a great question. We've been working a lot. When did we do the last podcast? Is it before or after we opened uh Fika Oh that's a great question. I think I it was check. I think it was before. Because I think the last one that we did was with Laura and Caitlin. It was. Was that before Fika Wolf? I think so. Oh, it really has been a long time. To be fair, we did have a quite a fairly long December. Uh, not <laughs> compared to other people. <laughs> it's thirty-one days of December. <laughs> we uniquely. For everyone else that doesn't know, December was much longer for us than it was for everyone else. What I meant to say. <laughs> was we had quite a busy December. We did have a very busy December. Christmas, and then we yeah. we opened War Fox t- um, tail end of November. So yes, there's a lot going on. Yeah, and December time around the cafes is just chaos, yeah. carnage, and chaos is how I would describe it. Amazing, lots of fun, but not sustainable mm-hmm. for everyone's um, mental well-being <laughs> and sanity. But good fun. Yeah, but it yeah. It didn't leave a lot of time for much else. For sitting down. And yeah. it's also because we had to figure out all the things with... with all the technical... With all the technical things. Yeah. And I felt like I was putting that off for a long time. Yeah. It take me ages. Yeah. But we're here now. We're um, here now. We're what else have we been doing? We've been... It, it, I just feel like the only way to say what we've been doing is we've just been working. Like... Yeah, we can give a little bit more detail. We can give a little bit more detail. Go on. What have you been working on? <laughs> Tell the fans. Oh, we did also go on holiday. Oh, we which did. Nice. Yeah, that was nice. Um, 
So we've been working on, oh, are we, are we going to divulge? How much are we divulging? We've not discussed this before. <laughs> Just, uh... Okay, well, we're working. <laughs> I don't need to. <laughs> Say nothing. Well, we're working I'm about on. Fox. Yeah. About, yeah. So we're working on a baking space up at Woolfox, which is very exciting. We do have a baking space currently, which we've slightly outgrown. Um, we make all our own pastries and everything, as we've discussed before. And yeah, we're kind of reaching a bottleneck with that. And it would mm. be nice for us to like do all our own bread and stuff. Yeah. I think what the best way. I would describe what we've been doing is we've been working to cut out middlemen. Yeah. Over the last couple of months. And trying even, to, I wouldn't even say middlemen <clears throat> like suppliers. Yeah, suppliers and um figuring out best ways for us to do everything ourselves so that we're more self sufficient and we're more almost like our roots go a bit deeper. Mm. Um and because we have decided and I saying this kind of makes it like fact which i don't really want to but i, I guess we have that we're not going to do any more fikas mm. because the three work quite well mm. you know and synergy the together the current line of thinking the current line of thinking but we still want to grow and the way for us to grow is kind of with depth Very rather deeper, than width yeah. yeah it just i think it makes our brand more unique yeah um if people came in and had an almond croissant, but it was made by someone else and they could go to the cafe three doors down mm. and have the same almond croissant. Yeah. It's that's supplied by the same person. Yeah. It doesn't give you that much uniqueness. No. Whereas what we, we're trying to do is just make as unique a place as possible. Yeah. Um, Let me set the scene. You come in. Yeah. To Fika. Yeah. You order yourself a oat flat white and we use beans that we've roasted ourselves. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Wild. Um, and then you order an almond croissant, which we have made ourselves from start to finish. And then you order Fika's Avo. And the, the sourdough. The avocados are in the back garden. <laughs> the climate at Woolfox is perfect really for avocados. <laughs> no, but the sourdough is grown by us. Mm. Grown by us. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> the sourdough is baked by us. And then from start to finish, the whole process just becomes like ingrained fika, you know, to the core. Mm -hmm. So that's what we've been working on to do with fika. Mm -hmm. We've also been working on some other things, which I think we shouldn't divulge. Not yet. yet. Because mm -hmm. they're very initial. Top secret. Top secret. But we have been working on other things. Mm -hmm. So it's all quite exciting. Have we been working on anything else that we can divulge? I feel like I've missed what we've been doing over the last two months. <laughs> like I've just skipped over many, many weeks. Well, there's been, there's been a lot of operational <laughs> things, um, hiring yeah. for Wolfox. You know, Wolfox steadily getting busier, us needing more staff there. Yeah. Uh, and then we've had hiring for the for the cafes as well. I feel like the whole. Uh, there was there was a long period of time where hiring was very difficult. I feel mm. like it's slowly starting to get easier. Yeah, like I agree. Starting to settle in. Yeah, I think there was a long period after COVID where everyone was very during and after where everyone yeah. was settled. Yeah, I, I feel like it's starting to settle down yeah. a little bit more. That's I agree. Just my initial initial thought. Yeah. Um, so there's been a lot of operational stuff that we've been doing. Which yeah. Is actually, like to do with running the cafes. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah. We've also done evening stuff, 
Oh, yeah. We've relaunched that. That's actually a big one. Yeah. Because this time around, like we were saying the other day, we spent a lot more time thinking about how we're going to do that, how we're going to execute it perfectly. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't perfect by any means, our first one. But it took a lot more time and thought and effort than when we did them here. Well, let's let's talk about that. Yeah. So um, when we did our evenings here, yeah we felt like there was something a little bit missing yeah uh, whether it was the atmosphere of the, the space the vibe of yeah it. we generally got the impression that people were after a lot more food so we yeah. thought it would be well open for the evenings do some cocktails and then most people would just come in for cocktails and drinks and maybe yeah. have a little side to eat yeah we found the opposite like yeah. people were coming in as specifically a, like, for the food specifically for and the food wasn't really something that we focused on with the menu yeah we the menu was drinks focused. Yeah, exactly. And we also thought it would be people's kind of um, not go to, but like be a place where people maybe go to after work, like just for a chill couple of drinks, or just come in like before they go for dinner, or like we didn't really see it as becoming um, like a, a destination football. for the yeah. evening kind of thing. Yeah. And then it transpired that that's more of what people wanted. So I think there's a good lesson in that for any entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the lesson is pivot. Pivot. I love, I love the term pivot. Do you? I think pivot has become my term in the last two I'm months, two to three months. That she knows what pivot means. <laughs> that is so offensive to my IQ. No, it's <laughs> she not. doesn't know what pivot means. <laughs> I used to play netball. <laughs> yeah, but I know that you, obviously I know that you know what the word pivot means, but the fact that you've used it in an entrepreneurial context is what I'm very impressed That's with. So rude. <laughs> rude. Yeah, no, I think I think we learned to pivot there. We were yeah. like, okay, this isn't working. Let's not completely right. give up and go, oh, it didn't work, you yeah. know, sack yeah. it off. We went, okay, right, let's let's think about it. We had a month off. We went on holiday, not for a month, for a week, but <laughs> we had <laughs> but a month off the evenings. We had a month off the evenings and we used our time away and our time of not doing that to think about how we were gonna do it properly. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like when we did it, we were like, Let's let's nail it and we did nail it. More so, especially our chef, Leo yeah. absolutely nailed it. Smashed it, Leo. Well, yeah. Hope you're listening. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> and also everyone else that worked that night. Yeah, well, nailed it. It was, a, it was a tough, it was a tough, tough shift. Tough shift. I think everyone enjoyed it. Yeah, I think including, so. So that's that's, that's going to be a monthly thing. Yeah, including even though red most of the time. It's <laughs> breaking a sweat. <laughs> Hardest workout you've done. <laughs> um, so that has definitely taken some time. Loving that. Ten yeah. out of ten vibes. Yeah. And then the rest of the anyone that's listening that would like to get involved in the speaking, they, they want to turn up, how would they do that? I would say go to our web website. Yeah. There is a little That's what email. I've been working on as well. That is what you've website. been working on. Yeah. There's a little email badge when you go onto the website and you can sign up to our mailing list. We don't spam people. Like we're not going to be like, today we're doing this. It's, it's worth saying that it's a mailing list specifically for, for events. events. Like it's yeah. not like... It's not a general knowledge. <laughs> because, yeah, it's not that. It is just, it's only a mailing list for future events and you will only get emailed about future events and booking links and stuff like that. For now. 
for now. <laughs> yeah. No, just kidding. Um, so yeah, that's if people want to get involved. Mm. But I think let's. Transition. That's enough. That's an, oh that that was smooth because we're talking about transitioning. We are. We should talk about what we mean by transitioning. Yeah, we should. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That's terrible. Evo. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, transitioning in a business sense. So anyone who follows our Fika Brunch and Business Instagram, and if you don't, what are you doing? Um, will have seen our post from a couple of weeks ago, maybe now, or last week. Mm. Um, where it's quite a good post. I, was, I didn't know anything about that, but then you posted it. You don't, you don't have any idea about what's being posted on Instagram. Right. <laughs> so I did a post about um, a kind of transitionary period that we've been going through mm-hmm. because I feel like we had a couple of months where not a lot happened, where we were kind of like almost, I don't want to say stuck in a rut mm-hmm. because I don't think we were, but we were almost like, okay, what's the next step? And we seemed to like take our foot off the gas a little bit yeah. while we figured that out. Yeah. And I feel like that that felt like a period of, okay, we know we're going to go into something else and step into a different like realm, mm-hmm. but currently we're not, but we're also not where we were before. Yeah. So we're kind of in this limbo phase. Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the main the main point for me is limbo phase. We would we there's there's obvious ways to grow a company, but mm. not all of them are the right way. Mm. Um, and we've always talked about not wanting to be a big chain with lots of restaurants and and lots of um, lots of below average mm. offerings. You know, we want to be as good as we possibly can. And I think to do that, we need to stay a little bit compact mm. um <clears throat> but having said that uh we have grown and i feel like this transitioning that we're talking about is w- what you said in the post um transitioning from a kind of small business to a proper uh, fully formed company and the definitions are a little yeah. bit vague there because like what's a small business what's a company but in in my mind i see it as that in our case, when we're running a small business, um, we have control over everything. Mm. It's fairly like few staff, mm. but we're overseeing most of what goes on. Mm. I think transitioning from that to like uh, a, let's say, fully formed company is more about re- kind of relinquishing control in certain yeah. areas, knowing that we can't oversee everything, mm. we can't be there all the time, um, and we we kind of have to. Step back. Step back. But it's relinquishing control, making sure that the processes and systems are in place for us to be able to yeah, do that. Exactly. And really, that's what we've been working on, especially you, over yeah. the last couple of months. Like, that is that's probably the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And probably something that most people would underestimate how much there is to figure out it's with so that. Much work, <laughs> no, but there is so much... Like to to be able to say take a step back mm. and get all the systems in place and get make sure everything's sorted so that when you do step back it doesn't just fall apart mm. is like a lot of work goes into that. I think one of the biggest <clears throat> takeaways for, 
like one of the biggest learnings for me is how difficult communication actually is. Yeah. Like we're not, we're not a huge company, but then sometimes I like, I'll hear, I'll hear things or I'll see someone like making a drink in a certain way. And I'm like, wait, that's not, that's not how we do that. Who's yeah. talking about? And then, oh, this person, I saw this person do it. It's like a trickle. And I'm like, how, like, where is this, where has it started? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, communication is definitely a big one. So we've been uh, trying to work on kind of having a... Our channels. Yeah, Mm. channels, but also, like, guides Mm. as to, like, as to, like, what you, like, almost like training guides of, like, what you should be, Mm. what you should be doing, how you should be doing it. Just so everyone, and also it's like quite a high turnover staff industry. Yeah. Um, so anyone new that starts needs to needs to have a good idea of what they're doing without us being here every day to, yeah. to make sure everyone knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I'd say that's been a particular, particular yeah. make, making sure everything's clear, uh, everything's communicated and everyone's on the same page. Yeah. So would you say, do you feel like we're in the next realm yet? Or do you think we're still... Do you think we're about to step out of the transitionary period? Um, I think so. And again, like the definitions between like small business and yeah. uh, are a bit vague. And I'm, only, I'm not using like some universal definitions. I'm, mm. I'm making up my own. Yeah. But yeah, I do feel like we're about to step out of it. I have a, I have a task list on my, <laughs> on my phone, which you've seen, yeah. which is everything that I need to do uh, mm. in terms of like putting in place like processes mm. and procedures it sounds a bit dull when you say processes and procedures, yeah but basically measures to ensure that the company like knows what it's doing yeah without like us being there and talking about it yeah every day. um yeah so i've got a task list on my of my phone of all the bunch of things that i need to do and it's mostly like setting up it's very operational up, stuff operational stuff yeah. setting up certain systems like um yesterday i was working with an with an app that helps you do like kitchen kitchen management and make sure make sure it like takes your invoices make mm-hmm. sure you're not spending too much mm-hmm. like that kind of like back-end stuff yeah. which keeps things running that you yeah. don't necessarily see or want to see yeah um so yeah so that so yeah so and I, I think i feel like we should clarify um because most people will probably think like well not most people but like that is very much your role mm. i would say and and your big strength um in this company is is the operations side and the sort of people who don't know evo is the ceo of fika the coo cfo (laughs) so your kind of operations finances basically everything that's not (laughs) wishy-washy everything that's actually to do with running a business i don't know there's a lot of comp- uh, compliments coming from this side of the table today, which is, which is yeah. very unusual. <laughs> very unusual. <laughs> no, no, they're not compliments, but it's more just like factual because I feel like we're talking about everything that you've been doing over the last couple mm. of months, and I'm like, I've not really been that involved in all of that because <laughs> I like to think of it, and I don't know if I've used this analogy before, but every business has a heart and a brain, mm. and it can't be just brains i mean some yeah. businesses are like more brains than heart like if you run an insurance company, a tech company more, or yeah. something yeah yeah whereas some businesses are like brand focused. yeah so, say, sure. of those. so every business has a heart and a brain yeah and the heart is your brand 
and the brain is your strategy, operations, everything that you need to actually make the business happen and keep it right. Yeah. And I'd say we fit. That's how I see our two yeah. roles. And we overlap a little bit. Yeah. But like maybe I think those are our two roles. Yeah, I agree. So what, what do you think? Okay, here we go. I'm going to ask my first question because I, th- I think it leads quite nicely. How do we do all this without becoming too corporate? Because this is obviously, you know, with these terms of taking us from a small business to mm-hmm. a proper company, mm-hmm. I think there's a big risk of becoming quite corporate. Yeah. And that's where, you know, with, with standardizing drinks and food and mm. prices and all of this, mm-hmm. I think you start to tread quite a fine line. Yeah, you do. So. I have some thoughts on that. Go on. Um, and they're thoughts that I'm just like, that are just coming to me now because I've not necessarily thought about it. In, he didn't in, know this question was coming. I did not know. <laughs> I mean, no. Is this one of your two questions? This is one of my two nice. questions. So I think there's nothing inherently wrong with being corporate. I don't actually know what that term means, but like everyone has a picture in their mind of yeah. corporate. Mm. Um, for me, there's good corporate and bad corporate. Good corporate is having processes and procedures where they're really needed. Mm. So for example, if someone comes into Fika, orders a Green Goddess smoothie, and today they get one smoothie, tomorrow they get something completely different. <laughs> yeah. That is where you need processes yeah. and procedures. In a lot of companies I've worked in, I think they start to go too heavy. <clears throat> so they start implementing like processes where you don't really need them. And maybe it's naive of me to say as like, a 20 something year old walking into a company thinking, oh, you don't really need a process for this. <laughs> but in, I think that's the difference between good corporate and bad. Mm. In, in overly corporate, I think everything is about process versus process. Mm. Whereas I think process almost needs to be on the back end where nobody else can see it. Mm. And it helps, it's there to help everyone and not to constrain everyone. Yeah. Uh, that's one thought. Another thought is like, I think I've started to appreciate, like getting to this scale, I've started to appreciate a little bit more of like understanding uh, costs and finances a little bit better. Because admittedly, like we used to do nothing about it. Mm. Like we used to just be like, yes. <laughs> what should we charge it's... for that? <laughs> <laughs> what should we charge? Yeah, that his card spent whatever, like it won't be. Yeah. Like, it works on a smaller scale, but on the scale that we're getting to, it yeah. starts to become, I think you need more processes mm. around, around mm. finances. I think we've that. learned that very quickly. Yeah. This, Yeah, I think we've learned that very quickly. Um, and I think what's forced us to learn that is because everything has become a lot more expensive, mm. as, as everyone is fully aware. Yeah. But we've been affected by it just as much mm. to the point of where it actually really matters mm. what we're charging, yeah. what we're spending money on, how much our, what our food costs are, yeah. what our overheads are, what Nothing, our staff costs Especially are. in hospitality, which is, <clears throat> like most people know this, it's a very low profit margin industry. Yeah. So if, if, you're, if your costs and your spending 
or even a little bit off. It's game know, it over. Could, it could be, yeah, it could game be the over. difference between then plus or minus. It is, yeah, yeah, but it is. And it's something that I didn't really realise, again, because I don't really deal with the financial side, nor is it like my forte. I always say I was never that good at maths, but I actually was. Um, but like, I, do, I don't enjoy it at all. Yeah. Not interested. But in the last like week or two, I've taken a bit more of an interest just because I'm like, actually, this is quite good for me to know. Mm-hmm. And even I didn't fully appreciate like how 1% can throw off something mm-hmm. so hugely and make such a big difference yeah. to your margin. Yeah. Which... And you, could, you, could be, you could be the busiest cafe, restaurant, whatever in town. And uh, if, if your cost is just a little bit wrong, um, then... There's no point. Yeah, it's not really, it's not, yeah. it's not looking good, bro. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so that, so I think, an, but then again, going back to the corporate question, I've worked in companies where like every single transaction needs to be approved. Mm. And then there's times when like I've wanted to spend like £4.95 and it's got to go through like a chain of 14 people to get approved. And I'm like, this is just a waste. By, and by the time time. it's come back, it's two weeks later, you're like, I'll just spend, I'll just it's, pay for it on my It's two weeks later, <laughs> and the amount of time these people have spent reviewing and approving it, like, if you calculate hours they pay per hour, it's probably cost them, like, four grand <laughs> just to approve me buying this item that's £4.95. Yeah. Um, so, again, like, that's... There's a bit of a balance to strike with it. There's a balance to strike. And then... What else? What else is the difference between becoming too corporate? Yeah, I think an over being overly focused on finances mm. um, as opposed to brand, and I, I think as well, like trying to squeeze out every single mm. like bit of like a profit where you can, yeah. rather than doing stuff that are not necessarily profitable in the short term, um, but are good for your brand, and, yeah, and good for the long term. Yeah, so this is what I was going to say as well. I think for me, where um, companies and brands become too corporate is when the soul goes out of it. Yeah. So when, so if we wanted to become really corporate and more profitable, we could hire a load of younger people all on minimum wage and have everyone on zero hours contracts and mm. and not really worry about like. What Turnover, feels like yeah. Talking, like coming in, talking to just, yeah, just get and not care about staff turnover. Like everyone, food, just get everything that's like low quality, but yeah. low costs. Just uh, and it just becomes like more things. about like pumping stuff out. Yeah, uh, volume. volume. People not really getting a personal interaction. Mm-hmm. Not really building like any kind of rapport, both between like colleagues and customers. Any of that. Whereas I feel like. The companies that do it well, they keep the soul and also focus on the other stuff. So, again, I think your analogy of the heart and the brains is quite good Mm. because there's, again, a bit of that going on here. And I think companies can become too much about the brains and there's no heart, which works for some companies, definitely, and some sectors, absolutely. But I think with something like what we're trying to do, if it was all brains and no heart, it would just be Costa or Nero. wouldn't it? <laughs> Costa does not have a soul. Pending lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's my take on it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good take. Cool. Thanks for that question. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Do you want to ask one? Let us know in the comments what you think. <laughs>
Okay. I don't know what comments were. But... <laughs> Where are these comments then? Call us. <laughs> this is my personal number. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay. Um, what else do you want to talk about today? Do you want to talk about, you've got this up the little list here, it's all good points. Do you want to talk uh-huh. about? Sorry about that. (laughs) Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the topics we've discussed before, and it kind of, I guess it links a little bit to what we were talking about, but also kind of not. Um, But I want to go, well, this was actually your idea. Mm. We want to go a bit in a different direction with it. Yeah. Success, as you guys said last time. (laughs) So we've talked about this before, but we've talked about it more from like an emotional standpoint Mm. of, you know, where, who defines who's successful and who's not and what defines Mm -hmm. as, what is defined as success, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, if you've not listened to that podcast, that episode, go back, refresh your memory. Um, But today, (laughs) today, well, this was your um, idea. Yeah, go on. Okay. The the best way I can think to explain it. And I've actually, this has been something that's, I wouldn't go as far as say it's like frustrating, but it's like that type of feeling mm. to me at the moment. I don't know if you feel the same. Mm. Let's know the comment. Or give me a call. Or give me a call. We'll discuss it. Uh, I want to talk about like a little bit of, I'm not sure the stigma around success is the right way to put it, but I'll explain what I mean. Yeah. If you're a really good basketball player yeah and you work really really hard and you become the best in the world in basketball Mm. you're generally quite and you're a good person you don't do a bunch of stupid things you're generally quite admired by Mm. most people there's always going to be the haters yeah but you're generally quite admired for like being hard working he's worked where he's got to he's made it yeah i don't think the same is necessarily true for entrepreneurship no um, it's true to some extent. I do think there are people out there that look up to people that are successful, that have built good companies, that have achieved a level of, of wealth. Mm. But I don't think it's universally true. And I think almost with some things like the further up you get, the more, almost like the more resented you become. Yeah. And the more people start to think like, uh, you know, he's he's only done he's only managed to do that because he like managed to screw over like this person mm. or something like that so yeah so it's hard to go i kind of feel like i want to i think my thing is entrepreneurship mm. slash business whatever you want to call it mm. but it's hard but you, you also kind of have to be quite careful if i was trying to be a good basketball I, I know I could I could go pretty hard at it. Could be yeah. in the gym every day, uh, <clears throat> like be shooting hoops every day, uh, <laughs> doing like different like conditioning drills, like practicing. Mm. Like you could you could go full on at it. You know what you have to do. Yeah. Think with entrepreneurship, the thing that I'm finding difficult is actually having to be a little bit careful and make making sure everything is done like absolutely right. Mm. So that there doesn't come a point in future where, like, where I have been successful, which I think I will be, and I think we will be, um, where someone turns around and says, oh, he's only done that because he's only managed to get to that level because of this or that. 
Is that because, okay, I've got a couple of thoughts. Is that because becoming a good basketball player is so much more of a measurable thing? Like, it's, it's a lot easier to quantify and measure you either are a good basketball player or you're not. Whereas... Well, you, the, could, you could say the most successful... Well, it depends how you just define being a successful businessman. No, back to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, you could define it by money. Say, if you've built a, But I don't think... I feel like that's you. just one... Because that's wealth. That's yeah. not success. I think that's just one measure. But we're talking being, about being successful in business. I think, I think the overall success such valuation of your company is a measure of... Yeah. Of how successful a businessman you are. Yeah. I mean, what, what else do you think? I also, well, well, what I was going to say is I also think the, the path to becoming a good basketball player is more straightforward and more, not like there are clearer processes, but if you, if you sit back and relax and put your feet up, you're not going to become a good basketball player. But you will be a great entrepreneur. <laughs> Whereas, like, you know, if you hit the gym every day, hit the court every day, mm-hmm. challenge yourself, get a really good trainer, I don't know. You have I'm, a destination. I don't have any basketball player friends, so I don't know what it takes. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, I'm sure there's, um, a, you know, a clear, clearer path there's to take. There's a clear path. Exactly. Whereas I think with entrepreneurship, there isn't. There's so many different paths. There's so many different ways you can get. There's no clear destination. And there is no clear destination. And if your goal of success is wealth, Mm. there are many ways to get there. Mm. Easy, hard, some exploitative, is that the word? Um, Some, you know, more of a, like, social enterprise or charitable Mm -hmm. enterprise. So I think... I think that's where the grey areas and, like, the nuances come in, mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. I think you're right. I think... I, I agree with that. Yeah. By the way. But it's just... It's, it's difficult when you see people that you think have done it well and have done it the right way. Yeah. Still being criticised. This comes on to my next... This comes on to my next point. Is that because the pool is just bigger of people that follow them and watch what they're doing? When you're... When you're... Yeah, exactly. When you're... Small scale, you know, own three cafes in and around Stanford. Rutland. <laughs> Don't know who, not referring to anyone in, in particular. But um, there's not that many people watching you, watching what you do. Mm. Like, you could, and I'm not saying you ever would, but you could go and, like, kick a cat outside <laughs> and no one will see you and know that you've done that. Why you that. <laughs> <laughs> Where was no cats were no. making this video. <laughs> Absolutely not. Love animals. No, but do you know what I mean? Whereas if you if you're like and if you're Elon Musk and you go and kick a cat, there's someone watching you and that's gonna be on the internet tomorrow. Yeah. So you've got a much smaller margin for error. Much smaller margin for error. And I think the more people that are watching you, the more people there are gonna be who don't approve of what you're doing. Or don't agree with what you're doing or don't think not you're doing it in the right way. By volume, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because if you have 10 people um, watching what you're doing and one person is like, this guy's a waste man, hate what he's doing, hate everything he stands for, Mm -hmm. great, that's one person. But if you have a 1,000 people watching you, 
and even just ten, like that's nine more than one person. Mm-hmm. Even just ten are going. This guy's a waste man. This and that can start a bit of a movement as well. And like you said, those voices can become a lot louder because often the people that um, I think also don't disapprove of what you're doing, or either are neutral or like you know like what you're doing, but aren't so invested in you. They will kind of just sit back and watch you and enjoy it but not be that vocal about it yeah so they kind of their voices get lost a little bit so i think there's also a bit of that at play yeah as to why do you think i shouldn't worry about it i think it's like with i think so because i think with everything in life no matter like when scale gets involved Hmm. there's always going to be people who don't approve of what you're doing People who, yeah, like, not haters, but, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out, I'm just trying to figure out, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out, the camera's still recording, uh, it's not looking good, bro. Pop-ups allowed. No pop-ups allowed. Okay, let's get this back. Cool. Um, so yeah, getting back, getting back to the topic, I mean, whatever... There, there are times, and I also think like the world goes through fluctuations. Mm. Like there's, there's times when entrepreneurs, and I think that was the case probably not that long ago, where like everyone was trying to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, entrepreneurs were really yeah. And I almost think like when times get a little bit tougher, mm. like they have been, um, that's probably one of the professions, if you can call it a profession, that starts to suffer a little bit. Yeah, because, you know. If, if you've done well and all of a sudden everyone's not doing so well. Yeah. Like, Fuck this guy. Exactly. Yeah, I do think, I like I was saying, I think with everything in life, you just have to do, you have to do your best mm. and in the way that you best see fit that doesn't harm other people. Mm. And, yeah. you know, especially like intentionally, because again, like we could, and I don't want to go down this rabbit hole too much, but I think in some way, some of what we do in life is always going to harm someone down the line. I'm just yeah. going to give a very easy example. Yeah, and, and I don't want to, but I'm going to give an easy example. Yeah. Every time you buy an item of clothing, mm-hmm. it's more than likely that some child has suffered to make yeah. that item of clothing yeah. over in some poor country. You know, and I... I like, I'm not saying that's right, but we all contribute to it. Yeah. Well, most of us do. And, and there's always, every time you, like, drink out of a plastic cup, mm-hmm. you're contributing to something negative in the world. So there's always, everything you do is, not everything, but a lot of the things you do will have some positive impact and some negative impact. And I guess it's like a balancing act of choosing things that have more of a positive impact. And, and the rest is kind of so like a lot damage. Of the world isn't ideal, is no, perfect. so the best you can do, the best you can do, guys, is uh, leave it in a better state than you found it. Exactly. I think that's what we should all strive. For. There's also there's also the point to say like, if we're running this company, mm. we might not do it perfectly. Yeah. And there might be plenty of things that go wrong. There might be plenty of people that are unhappy with with what we do. Yeah. But there's also someone out there that's a lot worse yeah 
And uh, I'm not saying that in a way of like, in a way to be like, well, as long as we're not that bad. Yeah. I'm saying that to say that there's someone that probably wants to take our position. Yeah. That would be where that situation would be worse for everyone. Yeah. So as long as we can do our best. It's all about intention. I think everything's about intention. And if you have good intentions and you make a mistake along the way, that is a bit of a fuck up. Yeah. If your intention was good, not that it like makes it okay, but if you, if your intention was good and then you do something to fix it, Mm -hmm. then I think like that's as much as you can do without being a perfect person because no one's going to be a perfect person or perfect entrepreneur or perfect leader or perfect boss. Like it's never going to happen. And sometimes you're torn between a situation where something's good for someone and something's good for someone else and you've got to make the decision. And when the day someone's going to be unhappy. Exactly. uh, Net, searching for a net positive. Exactly. That's a great way Uh, to put it. Very good. This leads on quite nicely to my next question. I've asked all your questions. I know. Well, I don't know if you if you want to chip in with yours at any point. Feel yeah, free. I will do. I'll ask. Go on. You ask. You ask your question. Well, do you think there is a way in this world, in this day and age, to be rich and powerful without having exploited someone along the way? Because I think. This is a tricky one. And you don't have to answer it in like a yes or no way. Yes. <laughs> I do think it's a tricky one. Yeah. And also, I guess it's defined by... What do you mean by exploit? Exploit, yeah. Let's, I don't mean like kill. <laughs> like, let's think about it in real terms. Yeah. If you run a company... And um, let's say you run a company that makes X amount of money and X amount of profit, and you pay everyone, let's say, £10. Pounds, mm. Or that you pay all your staff £10. Pounds. And then another person comes along, runs the company more efficiently because they've got a better, better know how, more experience. I don't know, they know how to uh, position staff a little bit better. Um, and they run the company more of it or they use like tech and tools that help mm. them they run the company more efficiently uh, as a result their costs are lower so they make more profit but they pay everyone 10 50 mm. but they've made more profit mm. and they're going to build a bigger company mm. some might say ah oh, you know you made more profit you should, you're exploiting your workers mm. you should pay them more but that company company b is paying workers more than company A because they're a more efficient company. Yeah. But some people might still see that as exploitation. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it, it, it definitely depends on your definition of what it means yeah. to exploit someone. Yeah. Uh, I think I don't know, it kind of yeah, it kind of ties into what we were what we were talking about. It's just about trying to trying to do your best, trying to be as fair as possible, um, and trying to be better than the next, better and more fair than the next person that comes along. Yeah. And the way, the way that I think about uh, everyone at FICA is um, for the people, for the people that I'm really interested in having around, which for the moment is everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is in my best interest to 
to keep them around. And therefore, it is in my best interest to make sure that they want to be around and have an environment. And that there's nowhere else where they can get a better deal. So it's in my interest to try and make whatever job they're doing as good a deal as possible and as good an offer as possible. yeah. So that so that you know the next person down the line of the cafe doesn't come and steal them from you. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Good answer. Thank you. What um, do you What are your thoughts on that question? I think much much the same, really. I do think it's a very tricky one to answer, um, and I think it depends on scale and your definition of exploiting. Mm. Again, like I said before. I think it just comes down to intention and I don't, I don't, I'm very against, you know, trampling over anyone and everyone to get to where you want to be. But I do also think that there is like, this is your life and it's your life to live. And many of the people that you wouldn't consider trampling over and getting out of your way, would do that to you in a heartbeat. Mm. So I think there is a bit of a balancing act of like, like you say, if it's people you care about and people you value and people you want around, Mm -hmm. that's one thing. But if it's someone who, oh, I don't know, I'm I'm gonna get canceled here. (laughs) But if it's someone- (laughs) I'm trying to say this in the most politically correct way. No, I I think you know what I'm trying to say. I think you have to, at the end of the day, if you have a goal yeah. and somewhere you want to be, yeah. you have to do what you can to get there. Yeah. And if that means be beating someone else to it yeah. and doing a better job than them, yeah. then great. But I don't think I don't think that's a bad thing to do a better job at than the, the next day, best person. It's competition. It is. Competition. It is. Otherwise, it's like, what's the point? Yeah. What's the point? If we're all just sat here like being best friends but i think as long as you're not harming someone like intentionally hurting someone and i think you have to separate like business and personal yeah to an extent yeah so if like the person three cafes down is your friend you have to be able to say to go in and say okay we're going to compete yeah because we're two cafes in the same yeah. area and one of us will do better than the other yeah but we're not going to let that affect our friendship which doesn't always work. <laughs> I think work, like, sportsmanship is a good, it is, is a it really is good, yeah, it is a sport. And I think looking at a business the same way as you would a sport mm-hmm. and um, looking at the competition between businesses in the same way that you would competitive spirit within a sport yeah. is a good Absolutely. way to look at it. Absolutely. I've been really into like uh, UFC, UFC. Boxing, you know, like, I don't know, I've just got obsessed with it. But a lot of the time, you'll see two people that hate each other, like, go out for, like, 25, 25 minutes, five yeah. rounds, whatever, beat each other up, and then in the fight, they'll shake hands and, and yeah. say, well, Boom, job done. one of them's won, one of them's, won, one of yeah. them's lost. But there's, yeah, there's that, there's yeah. that sportsmanship. And I yeah. don't think that's too dissimilar in, um, in business. No. And then the other point I want to attach to that is when we talk about competitive instinct. Yeah. I always try my best to channel that competitive instinct upwards towards people that I think are actually exploiting other people. So if I see, if I'm company 
bigger. <laughs> and I look and I look next door and I see Costa and I think, wow, like they're really like they're a much bigger company than us, but like I feel like working there isn't actually that great. Mm. I try and channel my competitive instinct against people like that rather yeah. than trying to like trample Sally's business. Sally's business who's yeah. like just about just about trying to like yeah. step by. Yeah. I'm not like I I'm not gonna try and compete with someone who who I'm gonna say like isn't isn't on our level, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, not, I do, no one else knows <laughs> no one what else knows. No, I'm, I'm no, not gonna try and trample over someone. Um, I'm who's yeah. Yeah, and who's um, if yeah. anything, I'd be interested in helping them. Yeah, if they wanted to. Wow, so charitable. I'm just, I'm such a <laughs> but yeah, I always try and channel my competitive instinct upwards towards towards the big bad guys. Towards the big bad guys. Yeah, um, where I think I can actually make a difference rather than trying yeah. to stop everyone um, from doing their thing. Wow. So between us, we're going to change the world. We're going to change the world. <laughs> We're so inspiring. <laughs> I <will be> inspired. <laughs> okay. I think we should wrap up with your two questions. Yeah. So I've got then... two questions for Tia. Oh, God. I'm um, so bad on the spot. What do you think about communism? That's not a question. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> okay, I'm hearing. <laughs> um, okay. First question is a little bit more personal. Oh, God. And then the second question, I think, is actually, oh, no, it's, it's, it's kind of different to what we've talked about. So okay. let's see how, where we go with it. So first question, how do you feel now based on how you thought you would feel at this stage and at this level of success in your life? If you what? think back to yourself five years ago, yeah. we, pi- we pictured this moment at some point. Yeah. We did, even yeah. as long as five years ago. Yeah. I remember sitting in a cafe. What was the name of that cafe in Great Garden? Oh, Bam Stores. Bam Stores. Shout, Shout out to Bam Stores. stores. Actually, yeah, pretty decent cafe. Yeah. I'm going to try and trample you over. I won't. Yeah, right. yes. safe for now. I remember sitting in Bam Stores upstairs and that thing, having a breakfast yeah. and talking about, like, oh uh, my we're God. Cafe. And I said, you can save some money. And he said, that was my draft, like, deal with it. But we managed to get there. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, the same conversation. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> okay, that is a great question. I'm going to answer it. I'm going to answer it in a personal way, and I'm going to answer it in a business way. Yeah. We'll go personal first. Yeah. I think I have reached a deep level of contentment in my life. Everyone be inspired. (laughs) Everyone be inspired. And I think a lot of that comes from Fika and from the work that we do. And yeah. So with this level of success, and we've discussed this before about whether we're successful or not, but I would say, yeah, love it. Feel great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really... Does it feel any different to how you thought it would? It feels a lot less. I don't want to use the word. I don't know. I don't sit there and think about it really. It's almost like a little bit it's underwhelming. 
Yeah, but not in a negative way. Yeah. Not in a like, oh, it's not really everything I thought it would be. More like, okay, this is great, but let's do more. Yeah. Okay, this is, we've reached a level. Let's get to the next level. You're more or less still the same person. Yeah, exactly. I I wouldn't say it's changed my life. And... And again, I don't mean that in a negative way. Like, I don't mean... Because it has changed my life. Like, it has. I yeah. did not feel this level of contentment five years ago. Yeah. Um, so it has changed my life. But it's not changed my life in, like, a... It's not as drastic as you thought it would be. No. And it's not as... I don't feel as... I guess, like, dependent on it. Mm. As Like, if it was all to be stripped away from me tomorrow, I think I'd be all right. And I think I'd be all right because... We won't try that. But I think I'd be all right because I, I know we can do it again. Yeah. So I feel like I'd be like, okay, it's going to take a while, but let's go again. Mm-hmm. Let's give it another go. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that's a really shit answer to that no, question. That's but... I, would, I would take the same for me, by the way. I would say it's still, as, as you, like, you put it in a very good way when I said you were in, in your overdraft and you said nothing's changed. <laughs> 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 it's, it's basically, yeah, it is, I think you have an idea in your mind of how you think it will be yeah usually probably a slightly exaggerated version yeah yeah but i also think and i don't i don't want that to strip away from the things that we can do now and like the opportunities that we have Mm -hmm. based on you know compared to what we did five years ago Mm -hmm. because we do have a lot more opportunities now and we do yeah um we you know we can live our lives differently yeah and yeah i I think that's the most exciting part for me is not necessarily like i've had this idea i've got to i've got to this this point and now i'm like just living the high life every every single day i mean the most exciting part for me is more the opportunities that i have from here yeah and the idea of like what I could do and the kind of people exactly. that I could. And it's with. almost like I've had this idea, I've done it. Let me now have a bigger idea. Let yeah. me try and do that. Yeah. And then let me get a bigger idea after that. Mm-hmm. And then let me try and do that. Yeah. It's almost like. Once you climb the mountain, you realize there's a big mountain. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's great. I love my life. I'm I, just 10 out of 10 vibes, but <laughs> there's more. And I feel like that's a good, and there, that's more, a very good yin and yang to it. And I don't, I don't think you mean more in like, a, there's more in a, uh, like, I'm not grateful kind of way. No. There's more in a opportunity. Exciting yeah, exactly. Exactly. Nice. Um, do you want the next question? Go for it. This, this one is more of like a general okay. uh, rather than a personal one. Can anyone be successful or does the world just favor some people over no, the world does not favour some people. No, no, okay, no. And let me not do a Molly May. Yeah, cancelled. Yeah, cancelled. <laughs> no, the world definitely, like, some people have been born into awful, terrible positions in life. Yeah. And, like, there's there are terrible things that go on in the world. Mm. And I, you can't help but feel anything but just sadness for people who don't get the same upbringing opportunity etc mm. etc et as we did mm-hmm. so that aside like the the obvious huge gaps in society and poverty and everything like that aside mm-hmm. if we're talking about say if we were to get 
10 females age 24 you know similar background to me mm-hmm. i think how many hours in a day do you have <laughs> no i i and i really i, I really <laughs> <laughs> no i really want to highlight that so to answer your question some people do get favored like they're they're definitely by the way the by the way the world yeah exactly there's there's absolutely definitely some privilege yeah a, a lot of privilege um for some people and for some people they just they get the wrong what's the saying end of the stick no <laughs> i'm not sure i understand <laughs> you know what i'm trying to say they they draw the short straw yeah unfortunately for and it's completely out of their control but for people in the same with similar upbringings in the same kind of area same background all of that mm-hmm. if you get a pool of people i think everyone can be the same level of successful and then i think yeah i think beyond that it is all it's all a mind game it is all I'm a mind game because I, I'm going to scientifically bring out some research <laughs> to disagree with you. I'm going to disagree with you in, on an opinion. Okay, but I, can I just give an example? Go on. Where you were a year ago versus where you are now, would you not say you've leveled up? And you've leveled up through working on yourself, through discipline, through yeah, learning, through... But is there also an element of talent? No, I don't think so. No, I don't you're, think just, so. you're not talented. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a shit. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't think so because I don't think I'm talented at anything. Yeah. But... Mm, I, oh, I was having this conversation with someone else the other day. Yeah. I don't know. What part does talent play into the equation? I think that's a big thing about success in business, isn't it? Talent is not immediately visible. Mm. I think that's a big part of it. I think of it to relate it back to sport. If I do everything right in the gym and I go to the gym, follow the perfect workout, eat the perfect meals that I'm supposed to eat, I'm not going to look like Arnold. I'm not going to look like Arnold used to look like when he won this Olympics. I'm not going to look like that. And I think it's because my genetics play a part of it. Do you think? 100%. You could. I could, if I did all those things, I would look very good. But I would never, I would never be at that level. And again, like I'm not going to be better than I don't know LeBron James at basketball. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> what would David Goggins yeah, say? I'll give it a go. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's I too think, much of a shocking for that. I'm six foot two. Just for anyone watching. Yeah, I, I do think talent and genetics play play a part in it. And again, that's not to say, like, <clears throat> if I were to go to the gym every day and eat all the right things and follow the right routine and get the right amount of rest, I would look bet- like better than 99.9% of the world mm-hmm. because I've put all that work in. Mm-hmm. But I would never be at the level of, of if, if I did basketball, I might be better than 50% of the education because <laughs> I'm really bad at basketball, <laughs> naturally, genetically. Um, but yeah, I do think that is okay. less obvious in business and I think... Um, but I do think it plays a significant part. I think certain people are just wired a certain yeah. way that does that that does help.
help. And that's yeah. again, but again, everyone can like have a greater level of success than they currently do yeah. by, by working on it. But I do think everyone has, everyone can get to a certain level mm. of like almost if like the top 80%. Yeah. I think like, <laughs> the bottom 80%. I think <laughs> the top 20%. No, no, I'm trying to say the rest. So everyone can everyone be can in that, it, it, or like in between the 85 and like, no, the 75 and 80%. I think we're in And then it's more, I guess what you're saying, I think, plays more into the top 20%. Yeah. Uh, but or I think top, everyone can be. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think everyone can reach that level yeah. and then beyond that then it's like then okay now this is pure good. talent pure purely the way your brain is wired whether you get it or you don't but i do think there are plenty of exceptionally talented people not just in business but in all realms of life whether whether that be in making content whether mm. that be in music whether that be in sport that that don't do anything about it mm. and um yeah, I think I think that that's where I'm coming from. Is that even I do think everyone, if they worked on their talents, could be at a higher position or a better position than, than they are now. Yeah. But not necessarily everyone is talented at exactly the same. Thing. I do yeah. think everyone has something to offer. Yeah. There we go. Balance yeah. answer. Everyone be inspired. <laughs> I think that's a good note yeah. to leave it on. Yeah. Yeah. So let's summarise what we've talked about today. I think this has been a, a good comeback episode. Yeah, lovely. So every minute of it, apart from when the camera got out, I didn't like that bit. Yeah, we didn't enjoy that. So. But the microphone's is through, so yeah. it's also it's... cut out again. Has it? Yeah. Because it'll be on time soon. I've only just done that. I hope so. Let's just have to charge your phone. So... So let's summarise what we've talked about. So on today's episode, we've talked about an update of what's been going on <laughs> and what we've been working on and how we've been working so hard. <laughs> we've talked about the differences between being a small business and how we're transitioning into a proper, fully formed company with yep. processes, procedures and all of the above. What else have we talked about? We've talked about how... We're distinguishing ourselves from the corporate players. Mm -hmm. We've talked about the policies and structures that, you know, we've had to bring in mm -hmm. to transition from a small company I said to that. a... <laughs> 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 I need to look over. <laughs> yeah, My short-term memory is actually horrendous. Anyways, talk we talked about success, but in a different realm than we did before. Yeah. We talked about the stigma around success mm -hmm. in quotation marks and um, yeah, the stigma around getting to that level um, entrepreneurship and how people's views of entrepreneurship have changed mm -hmm. over the last couple of years. Um, yeah. And then we had some great questions. Yeah. It's been a great episode. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> <Some> more questions. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in at some point in the future. An indeterminate. <laughs> undefined period of time in the future for another podcast. But I hope you've enjoyed this one today. Sign us out. Peace out. Peace <laughs> <laughs> I kind of threw you under the bus. <laughs>
<laughs> See you later. See you later. Bye. <laughs>